Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you the God's truth. God has always fascinated me. He always shows me stuff, uh, just blows my mind. Hold on, let me take this thing off speaker. Amen. So uh, thank God, thank God, thank God for another opportunity to share in the Word of God. Uh, prayerfully, uh, everyone has had a wonderful day. And again, uh, thank you so much for chiming into the Bible study, and we're going to get started. We're still in the book, Pigs in the Parlor. Here it is, uh, November. Thank you, Jesus. November the 2nd, and we are in uh, the latter portion of this book. It has been told to me that um, somebody said they thought we were going to be still in this book at the end of the year, and here it is from January uh, to November and we are still in this book. So hallelujah. I'm I'm like overwhelmed. The Lord is just blessing me tremendously. What do I want to do? I want to put it here. Uh so we picked up and I don't think eleven two right. Eleven two we're gonna pick up here on page uh one thirty nine. One thirty nine. Schizophrenia. All right, let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. Father, we pray that you move by your spirit. Ah, thank you, God. Move by your spirit in the midst of us, O oh God, and cause us, O oh God, to experience your revelation knowledge. Turn the light bulb on in our lives that we might truly get revelation, that the words that uh, are written in this book and the words uh, in the Bible that we read, Lord, that they will turn on the light bulb, that we might truly see the purpose and the reasons and the plan that you have for us. We thank you, dear Lord, for what you've already done in our lives. Now, God, we pray that you move by your spirit, cause us, oh God, to experience you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen, amen, amen. Chapter 21 is schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. And, uh, again, we've heard that phrase for years, and now uh, we're going to experience it by way of spiritual. Uh, when you hear of schizophrenia, we think mental only, but normally you don't think of, uh, when you hear the word schizophrenia, you don't think of spiritual, you think of uh, mental. Well, you've got to understand that's exactly what the devil wants you to think, that it is not a spirit, that it is just all mental, it's something going on in that person's head, and uh, it's nothing you can do about it except for get on some type of medication. Well, <laughs> cat's out of the bag. Listen to this, page 138, it says, can a Christian have a demon? This is a topic that is most often ignored in the church today. To watch a short video of Frank Hammond teaching on this subject, including how deliverance is referred to by Jesus as the children, the children's bread, visiting that website. Now, when it talks about that on 138, I pray that you, if you have a book, that you went to the website and you watched the video. Video was really, really good. And, um, again, I, I'm just, the, the, the point where you, you're getting knowledge, it's just powerful to me. I'm just thanking God. Anytime I'm getting knowledge, I'm thanking God. So that uh, blessed me tremendously. And at the same time, I'm opening up my BibleGateway.com because we're going to look at, not a lot, but we're going to look at a few, a few scriptures tonight. Schizophrenia, listen, it says here, is a common problem. So this is happening a lot. Some authorities in the field of mental illness 
estimate there may be as many as 50 million persons in the United States who are inflicted to some degree with schizophrenia. Now, that is a lot of folks dealing with this, what we're going to see again, uh, as they call schizophrenia. He's a schizophrenic. Estimated to make up about 50% of states' psychiatric hospital admissions. So this schizophrenia is huge, and it's a huge issue in psychiatric hospitals. With 300,000 new cases every year. Now, I'm telling you, and, and, and I don't believe that the Lord allowed us to study this just for the sake of having something, you know, more knowledge, packing in some more information. No, I believe that, uh, what does the Bible say? Uh, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it up real quick. It says, um, and I believe it's in the book of James. I don't know it for sure. Uh, be doers of the word. James, there it is, James chapter 1, verse 22. Now, again, when you look at James, and I'm pulling it up in BibleGateway.com, BibleGateway.com, I'm pulling up five different translations at the same time. Come on, work with me, computer. Uh, James, okay, chapter 1. And in James chapter 1, we're going to see, again, this is important for us as we move into this chapter, and I'm going to jump down to probably about 17 or 18. Verse 16 says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the fathers of light, the father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Verse 18 says, Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of what? First fruits of his creation or creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be what? Swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Now, when it comes to us being able to be effective um, deliverance ministers, you want to know that there is a standard for our criteria. It's like when they say when you come to work, you got to wear your uniform. It says put on the whole armor of God having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Well, here in the scripture, verse number 21, it says, watch this, verse 21, it says, uh, for the raft of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay up apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness, what? The engraft word, which is able to do what? Save your soul. Now, the, the scripture that I really wanted to point out here, being ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now, you've got to understand, th there may be a person on the line where you say, you know what? A lot of this stuff I see that I've never done. You've got to know that there is something going on in your spirit if you can, oh, my goodness, I got the music playing in the background. I don't know if that's causing a distraction or not. Okay, hold on. Let me get back to my text. So you've got to understand that's a, a direct disobedience to the word of God where the word of God says, be ye doers of the word. So what we read and understand we are supposed to do in our lives. And as we move into this area of schizophrenia and to find out there is so many folks affected with it, and, and what we'll do as believers in this day and age, we'll see stuff and walk right by it. We'll hear stuff and won't say a word. 
we're supposed to, anything that hinders us from doing what God said do, we are supposed to attack that thing like you attack a cold and you, you start flooding yourself with all kinds of medicine. You, you'll see another instance where, again, with me and my life, I don't like weeds, so I'm attacking the weeds. I don't like vines, so I'm attacking the vine. Now, if you came to my yard and you see in certain parts of the yard, there's a lot of low-running vines that I actually just keep under control because you can't control. It's like an ivy that runs in a portion of the yard. Keep it very, very low, and don't let it come across on the sidewalk. But you an you, you, you got an approach to it. Well, when it comes to verse number, what is it, 21, it says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engraft word which is able to save your soul. Now, easy to read. Verse number 21, watch this. So get rid of everything evil in your lives. Every kind of wrong you do. Be humble and accept God's teaching that that is planted in your hearts. This teaching can save you. So as we move into this and we see that again, folks are when when you start to when we read the different attributes and characteristics of, excuse me, the 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 um, schizophrenia. When we know folks that have it, guess what? It's time to do warfare. It's time to start casting out. Now, again, I didn't highlight a lot or emphasize a lot on page one thirty nine. Want you to flip over to page one forty. And at the top of 140, it describes that uh, Sister Ida Mae Hammond uh, really got the revelation in this particular part. Bottom of 139 explains that. So top of 140, she is actually writing this, this, this section on schizophrenia, revelation. And, again, you hear me using that word uh, consistently or constantly, and what happens is when – it pertains to you really getting it. That's when I start talking about uh, banging the nail into the, the shingles or into a piece of oak wood, and it takes a long time to get in. That's when you start to see revelation. You start to see what God is really saying. At the second, matter of fact, it's the third paragraph. It says here, when it pertains to, and this is where, I, again, I just dropped down and I wanted to start to go through when it comes to the problem is schizophrenia. Now, I was not knowledgeable on the subject. In college, I had studied some psychology, enough to be familiar with such general terms as what? Now, this is a place where I want to spend some time. We're going, to, we're going to walk through this. Watch this. I'm just punching in. Manic. And we hear these terms all the time. And let me tell you something. It ought to transform, transform your life once you start to see, you know what? All this time, I thir- thought that particular individual was mental. In actuality, what I'm finding out is that it's spiritual. So when you find your loved one, and let me tell you something, God is so, I'm telling you, he is so timely. I love the old phrase that says he may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Sometimes you say, you know what, I want to deal with this and I want to deal with it right now. I want revelation in this particular area right now. But you'll find out when you need it, God's going to give it to you. Now, I've heard manic depression, um, depression and manic depressive. I've heard it for years. Never identified it with spiritual. When we need it 
and, and there's some folks that's on the line now, and you know a loved ones that are going through different situations and circumstances in their life, and you say, you know what? God sent me here for this, I meant specific reason. He made sure I was on this call for this reason. Why? Manic depressant. It's a form of a major affective disorder. Watch this. Or mood disorder defined by manic. Now, when you start looking at manic, you start also looking at, and I don't believe this one is uh, mentioned, Number one would be manic depressive, and with manic depressive, guess what? You got bipolar. See, there's another one that we've heard of. When we hear these things in the natural, the spiritual man. See, the Bible says that ye which are spiritual. So there's some folks that go to church, they name the name of Christ, they have accepted Christ as their Savior, but they're dealing with so much stuff themselves that guess what? They never become effective in the spirit. They never, watch this, they never take up any mantle of ministry. They don't sing, they don't usher, they don't pray, they don't, they don't take up any of the attributes, the characteristics, this line. Listen, it's like a job description. This is your job description. And they pick up none. And this, when we start walking through these different areas, you're going to find out that guess what? These demons got folk bipolar. This bipolar. You, you're talking about folks that can go through mood swings. And one, watch this, one minute, they're... I'm talking they are high and energetic, and they are, I mean, off the chart when it comes to energy. Next minute, boom, and I'm talking when I say minutes, I really mean seconds. Bam, they switch, and they go into a depression, bipolar. And when you start talking about the polar, you're talking about like a battery, negative, positive. And and bipolar, guess what? They're running both of these simultaneously and switch in between them. So we've got to know when we start to see things like manic depression, when we see bipolar, we start to pray. And see, the body of Christ, again, the response time is so slow. See something, do something next year. See something, never do anything. See something, talk about it. And we have got to be the kind that the, 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 the body, the members of the body of Christ, that when we see it, we are warriors. Oftentimes you hear the, the Bible refer to the Christian as a runner or an athlete. Sometimes you hear him referred to as a soldier. And this is what we have to do. You've got to approach this thing as a soldier, okay? So manic depressant is another one, depressive is another one that we want to look at when it comes to schizophrenia, and it says here when she started to study this, this psychology, in general terms, manic, manic depressive and then schizophrenia, and then this next one, I'm going to punch in, let me just swipe that off paranoia and I'm just punching it in paranoia okay now watch this and uh, see and at some level we start to identify now again I've testified over and over again I'm starting to hear it from other folks where they're saying you know what I've, something has happened in my life. As we're studying this, I'm telling you, I'm not the same. I feel different. Tonight is going to be a revelation, if we get that far. It's going to be a revelation to you, God willing. If not tonight, then November the 9th, um, again, it'll start to get revealed that, you know what? That personality that you were under or that you were influenced by, 
that particular personality is gone now. And what's happening is God is starting to show you the real you. Mental, watch this, paranoia. Mental condition characterized by delusions of persecution, unwarranted jealousies, or extravagant self-importance, typically elaborated into an organized, oh my God, an organized system. See, this is when the enemy, and, 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 and if I can get this across, that the body of Christ truly has to be angry with demonic forces. If you don't get to a point where you, I meant literally hate demonic beings, and I meant do warfare, and, and, and in my life for years, you hate nothing. You can't, well, I hate that, that particular uh, band. Oh, I hate that, that amusement park. I hate um, going over there. I, and, and, I, and I encourage folks, please do not use that word. Please do not. You don't want to set yourself up. Why? Because when you go there, you start to set yourself up for a mental impact that's not going to be pleasant. Don't say you hate this and hate that. But let me tell you something. If there's anything in this world that I recommend that you take that word and you use it as often as you can, I hate demonic presence. I hate demonic influence. And why, why would you release that, that vicious, dark word on a particular thing? Well, because what's got to happen is when you detect demonic presence in the form of manic depression, in the form of bipolar, in the form of schizophrenia, in the form of paranoia, when you realize this organized system of jealousy, extravagance, self-importance, watch this, typically elaborated, into an organized system, you better understand that what's going to happen after that is torment. That when a person is tormented and, is, and, and, and they claim, and particularly when they claim the name of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and you realize that the enemy is wreaking havoc in their life, you have got to go after that demon with a vengeance. It is not time, as we've gone over before, it is not time to be uh, a lackadaisical. It is not time to be um, caught up with different emotions as far as who that person is. Listen, it's a warfare time. It is time to do warfare. All right? Now, the next the next area before we go to the scripture, paranoia was number three, schizophrenia was number two, psychosis. Here's another one. We just we just looking these up. We just getting some fundamental uh, definitions. Psychosis. Okay. Psychosis. Now, what you're going to find out is that these demons have a lot in common. One of the things that we've understood is that this system of tormenting folks, this is what they do. And they allow certain thoughts to just continuously ring in your ear. They're whispering. And I've got to tell you over and over again that demons have no power. Folks, listen, in their mind, give the demon the power. That's, excuse me, that's what happens in many folks' lives. They give the demonic presence power. They, they talk more, and I got something on my tongue. Okay, amen, there it is. Thank you, Jesus. They talk about it so much. They talk about it so much, they give it power. 
They say, I'm this, I'm that. And you've got to be careful. That phrase, thank God for uh, finding that, 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 that poster that we have hanging in the uh, sanctuary at Mount Enon. That is so very powerful when you tell yourself, I am. God said to Moses, tell Pharaoh that I am sent you. That's a very powerful phrase. And then we're able to say, I am. When you say I am, I pray to God that you have in your mind what God says you are, that's what you are. What God says you can be, that's what you are. When you start to say, I'm troubled, I am troubled, I am this, I am that, you give power to the enemy's words. You can never, this manic depressant, I'm bipolar, I'm schizophrenic, I'm this, I'm that. No, no, no. The only thing I am is what God says I am, and that's got to become your regiment. That's got to become the thing that you meditate on. That's the thing that, again, when you wake up in the morning and you start your day, when you start talking about commanding your day, you command your day with what you are. I am on track. I am disciplined and organized. I am a prioritized and productive person. I am in a harmonious and loving and faith-filled marriage and family. I am the pastor of a thriving church. I am. This is the kind of thing that you've got to tell yourself. Let me tell you something. You take the power from the enemy when you tell yourself, your spirit man, what you are. And really, it has power when you incorporate the word of God. Here we go. Psychosis. Psychosis. A severe. Hold on. I got some. What is that coming in? Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Amen. Watch this. A severe mental disorder in which thought and emotions are so impaired that contact is lost with external reality good god almighty now i'm 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 reading straight just a, a blanket definition psychosis this is what see and this is why i say it generates this energy with inside the believer that says good god almighty any spirit that will cause this severe mental disorder your where your emotions are impaired that when it comes to the contact to reality is a loss, you're a psycho. The person does some psychosis. This person does things that, again, he, it's as if he does not realize the state that he's in. That's extreme. Why, why is he doing that? Why is she doing that? that? It seems like they've lost contact with reality. Yes. And if the believer does not take that serious enough in the spirit, let me tell you something. The enemy will wreak havoc. He will wreak havoc. Come on. I'm going to keep it moving. Thank you, Jesus. Neurosis. Neurosis. All right. Got one more. Neurosis. Now, again, as we look at them, why are we taking the time to do this? Because, again, with just schizophrenia, it does not give us the, the whole gamut of what we're dealing with. And what you're going to find out is that this is a team of demons. When the Bible starts talking about principalities, where is it? Let's look there real quick. Uh, I want to go here. No, no. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll pick that one up if the Holy Spirit brings it back to my remembrance. Watch this. Relatively neurosis, relatively mild mental illness that is not caused by organic disease. Organic disease involving symptoms of stress, depression, anxieties, obsess, be obsessive behavior. And this last, watch this, hypochondria, but not a radical loss of touch of reality. So neurosis is the lower level of psychosis. 
it, it just appears to me. I'm just drawing a conclusion from the definition. So, again, you can get to the point of neurosis, and then it can get to the extreme where it's psychosis. And in these different areas, again, these are the bell. This is the trumpet. Thank you, Holy Ghost. This is the trumpet sounding. So when we hear it, we don't just go, oh, mm, mm, mm. now that is sad. Wow. No, it is time to do warfare. Here we go. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, and I believe it's Ephesians chapter 6. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go there because I... When it comes to, I should have just hit home here, bam, Ephesians chapter 6, and one of my favorite scriptures for years, it, it remains one of my favorite scriptures. Why? Because it gives the believer the, the, the background. It gives them the, what we call the, the movie for for the football teams, you got to watch the tapes. And the tapes are the games of the folks that you're going to play against. It's their strategies. It's their plays. So it's giving you the background on the enemy. Finally, my brethren, verse number 10, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. It says, for we are wrestling not against flesh and blood in verse number 12, but it says, principalities, powers, rulers, darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Good God Almighty, you have got to understand this thing is not a joke. And you've got, listen, you've got believers who never deal with spirit. Spiritual warfare. They never deal with demonic presence and deliverance ministry out their entire life. I don't understand how we can be mature in God where it says be perfect as I am perfect. Listen, how can you be perfect or mature in God and you never do any spiritual warfare? How can you be mature in God and you never do any deliverance ministry. If even the deliverance is in yourself, and let me tell you something, when you get delivered, it'll open your eyes to what you need to be doing spiritually when you get delivered. Many folks, I believe, as the, as the, um, the, the opening in this particular chapter talked about 50% uh, of the state's psychiatry, psychiatric war, uh, hospital admissions, 50% are dealing with schizophrenia. Let me tell you something. Just the dullness in the spirit. It may not be schizophrenia, but just the point of being dull in the spirit, not being aware of your surroundings when it comes to spiritual warfare. Listen, I believe you're talking 50% psychiatric wards. You're talking about way more than that, where folks are just dull when it comes to the light has not come on. Revelation knowledge is not taking place. So they're not doing any warfare on behalf of their family. In particularly, women ought to pray for the men because the man is the spiritual head of their household and they ain't doing no warfare. Thank God for the ladies and the aunties and the grandmothers and the sisters and mothers who are fighting in the spirit. However, we have got to fight that our men get free in the spirit and do what they're supposed to do uh, as far as warfare. These uh, different demonic presences that they're dealing with is more so uh, defeating the purpose in the household of them reigning as the priests of their home because they're too busy under the influence of demonic presence. Help us, God. Watch this. Here's another one. Split personality. All right? It says here, schizophrenia is a disturbance, a dis distortion of this. This one is this in Integration of the development of the personality. Now, again, when it comes to schizophrenia, you're talking a total 
transformation of this person's mental makeup from what we're going to find out. Hold on, and, and, and I'm going to take it slow. Let me see. Does, do we get into it? Yes, right down at the bottom of this page. It says here, you will no longer call her Sarah, but Sarah 1 and Sarah 2, for she has more than one personality. Now, uh, in a minor way, as we saw earlier in those two, uh, what was it, neurosis and psychosis, you'll see one is a minor, one is a major. Now, it may not be full-blown schizophrenia, but you got some folks that you know, my God, it seems like that's, sometimes they just, they come in, they turn into another person. You're talking to them, and the next thing you know, you say the wrong thing, boom, they turn into this other person. It's Sarah 1 and Sarah 2. You can put whatever name on it, Mike 1, Mike 2, Keith 1, Keith 2, uh, Jennifer, whatever you want to put in there. But you see, this person has another personality. It says, I want you to know that it is demonic. Schizophrenia, it is demonic. It is, now this blew me away, bottom of page 140. It is a nest of demon spirits. You're talking about principalities and powers, rulers and darkness. I don't know what, what level it is within this schizophrenia demon, but it is a nest of demonic demons or demonic presence, demonic spirits. And they came into the person's life when she was, in, in this particular case, when she was very, watch this, very young. Now, you've got to look back over some folks' lives, and you'll see that, you know what? I've seen this in this particular person since they was a child. What's even more, uh, when it comes to you looking in the mirror, where you say, I've seen this particular thing in me since I was a child. Help us, Holy Ghost. Top of page 141, it says, take my hand, and, and this is what she got in a dream, and, and it's a, um, a, a, I think it's an excellent way of, of you being able to use a physical example to really see how this nest of demons start to impact or, or, or form and then how they interact or are inter interwoven and why it's so difficult to get rid of them. It says taking the hands, uh, put those hands together, and then here at the top of page uh, 4, 141, instructed me to take my hands apart very slowly. As my fingers were slowly disengaged, the Lord showed me that these demonic spirits, thank you, Holy Ghost, in the schizophrenic must be separated. Now watch this. What happens is they enter they are, when it says putting those fingers together, when you look at it and then you know what you're dealing with, they're interlocked. When it comes to, and this is what I have to tell folks oftentimes, because, again, after we sat in the house or we were in the park or at church and we laid hands and we prayed, and folks are looking for a popcorn, uh, pop-tart, instant, uh, instant oatmeal kind of, bam, I did this, bam, it's over. No, sometimes you'll find out it takes time. This thing is, I'm talking ingrained. I'm, I'm thinking of a word. It's, I'm talking, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's embedded into the life of the person. It's embedded. In, in, in order to get this thing out, and let me tell you something, when you really start to pray for your loved one to get the, the, delivered, if it's not going to happen soon, let me tell you something, the Holy Ghost will speak very loud to you. I've been praying for the congregation, and I'm been, I've been praying for deliverance, and I believe that, again, uh, when, when your prayer is sincere, 
when you are desiring not to the point where, again, it's Pop-Tart, it's uh, hit it and quit it, bam, I did this, and it's going to happen, where you really say, you know what, God, I'm still seeing the same attributes, I'm still seeing the same characteristics, and in the name of Jesus, this thing is going to leave. And you continue to pray where you're putting in time, you're putting in effort, and guess what? If it ain't going to happen overnight, God will not let you go wrong too long. He will let you know, hold on a second, stop praying. This particular thing is not going to happen overnight. I'm going to show you what you need to do. When you show yourself, watch this, diligent. He says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And one of the rewards that you will receive is that God will speak to your spirit so loud that you will know that was God. Hold on. Slow down with that prayer. Pump the brakes. Watch what happened here. It says here, cast out and, hold on, top of page, top of page 141, cast out and Give out. Now, what what happens is the process requires time. So when it comes to this schizophrenic, in order to separate it, cast it out, and for it to finally give up and come out of the person, that particular process, the three-step plan, it's going to take time. So you have got to get to a point where at the top of that, that same paragraph where it says, it says here, I think it's, I don't know what sentence, but it starts off, he must come to loathe, and that's what I was talking about earlier, loathe the schizophrenic personality and fall out of agreement with it. So this is the particular person, and this is why, again, the Lord told me to stop. Why? Because, again, the revelation that I received is that that person has got to give it up in order for you to help them to get it out of them. Good God Almighty. He said, stop. I heard it loud and clear. Heard it like I never heard, uh, you know, how you hear only a few things in, 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 your, in your time with God. You hear certain things and you say, you know what, I know that's God. Certain folks that I'm praying and I'm doing warfare on their behalf. Why? Because folks start to, I'm telling you, their life changed when they start seeing miracles in their life. Their life, when they get delivered, let me tell you something, you'll start to see them walk different. You'll start to see their communication different. You'll see them start to testify of how good God is. You don't hear no testimony out of their mouth. If you don't hear it, then guess what? I'm praying until I hear a testimony. I'm praying until I see a sincere walk. I'm doing warfare until I see God's manifestation of his miracle working power in their life. Watch what it says. He must come to loathe the schizophrenic personality, fall out of agreement with it. The Lord recalled to my remembrance Amos 3 and 3. How can two walk together except they be agreed? So here I am praying, and I'm in doing warfare. I'm fighting. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm having conversations with God on particular spirits that are in, I know it's ingrained in certain folks. They can't shake it. They're coming and they're going through the same roller coaster, the same carousel. They're just going around and around and around. They're going up and they're going down. They're on this ride. It's a vicious cycle in their life. And I'm, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I strangle. I put the demonic in a stranglehold that's attached to who, whatever their name is. And I come against it in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. And then the next day, listen. Listen, I'm up and in my devotional time. I'm calling on God. I'm speaking in my prayer language, and I'm fighting with these spirits. And God said, stop. This is a revelation he gave me before I even uh, uh, studied for this. He gave me this revelation. They've got to release it. They've got to be, listen, they've got to get to the point where they hate it. 
they got to get to the point where they release it. And when they release it, then you can help them. They possibly can't do it by themselves. They got to get to the point where they renounce it. What is the renouncing? They reject it. I, f- I found another spirit. What is it? Here, here, here it is. Here it is. Here's the scripture. Uh, turn with me real quick. Help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, God. Romans chapter 7. You better understand that this thing is real. You better thank God for scripture. Thank God when when the light bulb comes on. It's one thing, and I'm, I'm encouraging folks as much as I can. Please read your Bible. Read your Bible. Take in as much word as you can. You will find out that there is deliverance in your word. You take your medicine and you believe that this medicine is going to heal my body. You take that headache medicine and guess what? Headache, you better get ready. You're getting ready to leave. Uh, You take that uh, antacid and you believe, guess what? My stomach was all bubbling and burning and everything. Excuse me, but you better find out, uh, I just took my tums, uh, you better get ready to get better now, tummy. Guess what? Excuse me, you better understand that when you take this word in, this word is transformative. This word goes deep down inside your very being and starts to transform you. When you pray and read your word, pray and read your word, pray and read your word, then meditate. You read and meditate on your word. I'm telling you the God's truth. This thing works better than a medicine. Uh, well, we know not that laws of the spiritual, boom, 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 go down and mm, here we go. Watch this. Verse number 17 in Romans chapter 7, verse number 17, it says, now then it is no more I back it up. Here we go. Uh, Go back. Go back to 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. You can call it sin. You can call it a spirit. It's a spirit that influences me. Sin has a power. It says the wages of sin is death. So sin has a power to bring about a result. Thank you, Holy Ghost. A result in your life. You better recognize that that's not me. I've said it for months and months throughout this year. You got to recognize that's not my voice. That's not my thought. That's not the spirit of God. That's not righteous. That's not holy. And when you recognize it, you got to renounce it. If it's having impact in your life, I don't care what it is. You better understand that it is destroying you. The Bible says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And what he's trying to do is, again, use the influence that he has just by speaking a word, and you continue to follow in that negative way. It says, now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. Verse number 18 says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. Help me, Holy Ghost. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Good God Almighty. When you recognize that, guess what? God, I want to be free from this. God, I don't want to walk in this ignorance any longer. God, I want to see the light that you're talking about that is supposed to shine within me. When you recognize that that light in you is dark, then you got to say, you know what? I want it out. Now, if I do that, that I would not, it is no more I that do it but sin that dwelleth in me. It is the influence of the power of the darkness that dwells in me. Verse number, dwelleth in me. Verse number 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil, good God Almighty, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, my spiritual man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me 
into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. So, again, this is your spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. This is your spiritual man, and it's just as they said, it's, you got these fingers, and they're interwoven, and I find in me, although I'm, I, I'm, I'm walking in this word, I know this word, but there's something else inside of me. Bible says in verse number 20, 24, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with my mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. So we've got to get to a place where, again, we identify that in me, how can, how can I walk with God? See, this is the reason why you're not seeing the fruit. This is the reason why you're not seeing the productivity in the spiritual realm. Why? Because how can two, Amos 3 and 3, how can two walk together except they agree? And light is never going to agree with darkness. So you're never going to see the full manifestation. You're never going to get to 100%. You're always going to be influenced, and you're always going to give the enemy this credit. You're going to always give the enemy power as long as you've got this uh, disagreement going on in you, this schizophrenia, this uh, 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 manic depressant, this paranoia, this psycho psychosis, neurosis. Listen, all of it. You're talking about the spirit of the enemy. Watch this. Watch this scripture right here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Go to the top. Come on, computer. Uh, before we get up, Luke, we're going to look at Luke chapter 4. Okay? And um, I'm going to punch in 30. I'm going to punch in 30 through 42. I don't even know if it is a 42. I know it's a 41. 30 to 42. Okay, great. Watch this. 41 is where we're going to really focus. When you drop down, uh, drop down to 36, verse number 36 says, And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What, what a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirit, and they come out. See, this is what we've got to understand. When you call yourself Christian, I'm Christ-like. That God, Jesus himself, he commands spirits. Now, you've got to understand, and I'm talking, again, this is, again, revelation that God has given me here recently as I began to try to do warfare against evil spirits that come against the congregation in which he has made me the pastor. When I do warfare, he says, again, you've got to look at your big brother and mimic him. He says that I never do anything that the Father doesn't tell me to do. You don't cast out demons that God don't tell you to. Even your prayer, you better understand when he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. He's the king, good God Almighty. He's in control. He's got the power. Thy kingdom come. Reign here on earth. See, you got to understand the authority that God gave man. And then when man turns around and say, God, listen, as, 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 from my standpoint, who I am, I give it back to you. Let your kingdom come. You reign. Tell me what to say. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. He says, I never do anything that my father doesn't tell me to do. Watch what he says. Thy kingdom come. If you're going to pray, pray this way. Thy will be done. And when God's will is done, you're not standing and saying, who needs to be delivered? Come to me. You're not walking. You're being so prayerful. You've got a very discerning spirit that when God gives you the ability to cast out and you understand that you do have it, it's not a doubt in your mind that if a demon comes up against you, they're going to lose. But I don't cast them out unless he says so. 
Jesus showed us discipline of the power that God had in, invested in him so many times in the Bible, and I pray that you see it. No, he didn't tell Peter, Peter, get out the boat and come on the water. When Peter asked a question, then Jesus gave the okay. He walked out on the water by faith. When he walked, and the ability for him to walk comes from faith in Jesus Christ. If it's you, good God Almighty, if it's you, I know I can do it. So come on, Peter. He did not say, Peter, come out the boat. You can walk on water. <coughs> Excuse me. So what's got to happen is he does what his father releases to him to do. You do, as a deliverance minister, what God releases to you to do. So you don't get gung-ho and you start kicking devil butt. Uh-uh. Why? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth, just as you do in heaven. See, you better understand, there ain't nobody bucking his authority in heaven. In the same way you do it there, do it here with me. I am your servant, Father. I am your slave. Whatever you say, do. And if you don't say it, I'm in so much uh, uh, subject to your authority that I never make a move without the Father telling me to. All right? Watch what it says here. It says the authority and the power to command the unclean spirits, and they come out. Verse number 37 says, and the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about, and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother, Simon's wife's mother, was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her. Verse number thirty-one, thirty-nine, and he stood over her and rebuked the fever. I hope you hear it. You better have your ear tuned. That sickness got to respond to you, and it left her. See, some folks don't get that deep. When they read it, it doesn't really impact them. That's for Jesus, not for me. And immediately she arose and ministered to them. Verse number 40, 40, 40 says, Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Watch this. And the devils also came out. See, they had all kinds of diseases. They had sickness, diverse sicknesses and diseases. He was laying hands and they came out. But in the midst of this, guess what? The devils, watch this, not devil, devils, multiple devils, demons, came out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. Good God Almighty, I thank God for this book. I thank God for the ministry of deliverance. I thank God for each and every one of you on this call that you no longer have to run to deliverance ministry. You don't have to run to be delivered. That in the privacy of your home, I dare you, according to the will of God, if it's your time, it is your time. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're sick and tired of being tormented, according to what God has given me, and what God has given you, you renounce it and release it, and together we cast it far from you in the name of Jesus. God has delivered. God is set free. And God is going to get the glory. Be in tune with the voice of God. Be in tune in your spirit, man. And watch and see what God does in your life. Good God Almighty. Let me make a note. Uh, where? I'm going to be right here. God willing, 
uh, 11, and I believe it's 9, 11, 9, we'll pick up right here on page 141. God bless you, saints of God. God bless you. Father, we just thank you. We pray your will be done. Have your way. Deliver your people. Oh, God, those who renounce and are ready, according to your will, let them experience the awesome peace that only you provide. Fill their hearts with your love and allow them to walk, oh, God, according to your word. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you, saints of God. We'll talk to you again next week, God willing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.